Welcome back to Finance in a Flash. Again, we have Chip High Miller. Chip, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Loving this uh, summertime-like weather, even though oh, yeah. it's, it's you know, late April. 90 today, 88. Yeah, it's, it's going to be nice. It's, uh, the the fairway should start greening up here in a little bit, I think. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm very excited for that. Um, but anyways, uh, today we are going to be starting our insurance planning series, and we're going to be talking about life insurance. Um, and just to clarify, to start off, we do not sell, Beacon does not sell life insurance. We identify the need, educate our clients, and we refer to outsource solutions for our clients to actually sell them the product. Well, we have oversight on the issue, but Chip brought it up that we got idea just to kind of announce that we do not sell life insurance products. Um that was I did at one point in my life. I still have my licenses, but um, I am glad that is not what I do anymore. <laughs> well, I'm excited to discuss this uh, captivating uh, topic. It's uh, it, it's important, but not many people, you know, are, are super interested in, in insurance. But yeah. it's one of those things that's critically important for people and and during those times in their life where it's important to need it. So, um, you know, educating yourself is not all bad, right? Yeah, no, it's it's extremely important. I mean, the last thing you want to do is to have a family and, you know, a spouse dies and that family's left with not a whole lot of nothing to, to take care of what, what goes forward on from there. So I think to have resources and a plan to back that up is, is huge. And it could take, you know, 15 minutes to get a quote almost. You know, it's it's yeah. it's not something that should be super, super complicated. It's one of the easier things to, to check off the list. Yeah. And, and it's so super, and I know that, you know, in my career, I've seen it several times where, you know, there's an unexpected uh, death and, um, you know, thankfully people are, uh, at least the ones that I am aware of, were uh, proactive and, and had policies in place to, to help their surviving family members. Yeah, no, I think it's, again, it's a great and incredible tool. And I think, you know, most or not if everyone you know, needs it, but, but we'll get into that. So I guess, Chip, first I have a question to start us off. What are some reasons someone would need life insurance? Like why should I even buy life insurance? Yeah. I mean, I think once you, um, I would call it inner adulthood, right? So mm-hmm. whenever you start having responsibilities like a mortgage, young kids, uh, a spouse that depends on your income, you know, anything like that, uh, you should definitely consider, uh, life insurance. Yeah. And I mean, I, I will like, I will say a lot, I'm 25 right now, and you know, even in the past couple of years, I've had so many, you know, 20, 30 friends reach out. You know, someone so and so contact me about life insurance. Should I get life insurance? Like, or you know, at the time when I again, like I sold life insurance, at, you know, when I was in college, and you do not need life insurance if you do not have if you're single, 20 something years old, you're renting don't really have any assets to me there's really no reason for life insurance unless unless you just want to take a flyer and say well you know i want to leave my parents a couple hundred thousand dollars if i were to die prematurely but i think for the most part i did just kind of want to point out early on that if that is your i guess 
plan, like you said, if you have dependents or you have a mortgage or something that you need to cover. But other than that, that's just – it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, yeah I think you're right there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, Chip said just protect – really to protect your family and loved ones I think is the main one. And so when we – okay, let's say, you know, starting out, I have a wife, I have a family – going forward, have a mortgage now, how do I figure out how much life insurance I need? What are some things that, that we do to try to figure that out? Well, I mean, I think that part, and we um, have, a, an, I know, an article on our website that discusses that, calculating the need for life insurance. And, you know, to me, it kind of boils down to taking this uh, quantifiable approach. You take a look at how much debt do you have, you know, how much um, you know, sometimes people want to include like kids' education. How much, you know, if, if something happens to the uh, breadwinning spouse, you want to make sure that the kids' college costs may be covered. You want to make sure that the surviving spouse has enough money to, uh, you know, keep, kind of keep the household going at least for a period of time. And so to me, you could calculate that uh, amount. And, and there are rules of thumb out there too. And you, you may be more familiar with this, Nick. Um, maybe even than I am, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, you know, you could have, you know, three or four times your salary is yeah. kind of a rule of thumb, but, you know, to us, we like to calculate exactly what that need is yeah. and, and then go from there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think you can go in, you know, you can go the salary route. You can also say, you know, well, I have $300,000 on my mortgage or it's going to cost a hundred thousand dollars for each of my kids to go to college or, you know, something like that, where if you were to die, that that would be a need that wouldn't have to be, you know, met in the future that that would already be. And obviously like life insurance, this is a worst case scenario, right? We don't want this to happen, but it is, if it does happen, let's make sure that everything's taken care of. We don't have to any worries about the future. Absolutely. Um, okay. So, a question that is common and that I get and, you know, other people say, you know, well, you say it's not a great idea to get life insurance when you're 22, 23, we don't have anything. However, we would recommend that you get it earlier in life than later. And what might that, what, what might some reasons be why we should get life insurance earlier than later in life? Well, in, in general, it's going to be cheaper. So yeah. your life expectancy is longer. And, you know, when the anything in the insurance industry is determined by actuarial uh, numbers and so you know your life expectancy is is much longer the the younger you are and that therefore premiums are going to be uh, a little bit cheaper and so to me that's the the big one uh, secondary to that could be that you could have a change in health status right so insurance companies want to insure people who are relatively healthy yeah. and if you're in a situation where and this this is can happen even when you're young you know that there's a yeah, a possibly possibly a change in health status, right? You've been diagnosed with uh, diabetes or high cholesterol or you know whatever it may be. Uh, that's going to change and impact the the cost of coverage. Yep, and not you know not to mention uh, if you're you know they because they they check everything you know if you're overweight or if you have a history of smoking or this and that all those you know affect also as with age affect your um, your premium. And Absolutely. so, and so the earlier you get kind of lock it in, I mean, you know, I was looking before we got on and you can get a 500,000, if you're in your thirties or you're good health, even low forties, you can get a 20 year, $500,000 life insurance policy for 40, $50 a month. I mean, that's, you know, that's again, you know, that's 
you know several hundred dollars a year but what we're talking five hundred thousand dollars if if you were to die to take care of your family it seems you know and we'll talk about term life insurance later which is where that quote was from but it seems like a no-brainer at times it is a no-brainer especially yeah. at that level i mean it's if you think about in your budget the things that you spend forty dollars a month on yeah um it's kind of silly to to ignore the the life insurance need yeah and, and so i guess are there solutions let's say you know someone might be listening they might be you know maybe a little later in life have some underlying health conditions um you know, maybe that term would be, you know, rather expensive to them and they might not qualify. Are there any other, are there any other options for people out there that that might be, you know, a problem for? Yeah. So there, there are options. One of the things that it's important to understand with the way the industry works is there's, there's captive agents and there's non-captive agents. Okay. Mm -hmm. So captive agents would be, okay, I've got a uh, Northwestern mutual agent. And Mm -hmm. so the, the, uh, the captive agent is going to sell Northwestern Mutual life insurance products, which is great under most circumstances, uh, maybe. But you know, you, if you have a non-captive agent, then that agent can sell insurance from a number of different companies, which is super important in situations like you're talking about. Like if there's a health concern, yeah. or if cholesterol is a little high, or uh, w- family history is not great, or or whatever that is, you can kind of identify those carriers that will be uh, more willing to insure at the same level at a lower cost. And, and they're all a little bit different. Um, and so that's important uh, thing to understand about the industry and kind of how it works. Gotcha. Yeah, no, that's, uh, that's a great, that's a great point there. And, you know, there are, I don't want someone to be thinking, oh, I'm never going to get life insurance or, you know, that's not necessarily the case. There are different, you know, permanent life insurance and, you know, things like you said that do, that can help you out. Um, and so I think, you know, you brought on before we, we came on as well, another topic that would be good to discuss is, you know, employers also offer life insurance at times, and which is great, right? But, yeah, I think there are some caveats to, you know, when your employer offers it. I think, because I, I really do think there are people, and I know people out there who say, well, I have life insurance through my company. Okay, how much is it worth? Uh, I'm not really sure. Okay, what happens if you get fired? Uh, I'm not really sure. You know, so what are, I guess, what what are the downsides and why should you really look into these em, em, employer policies? Yeah, I mean, the plus side is that it's super um, inexpensive for yep. one, normally yep. very inexpensive, and it's also easy. You check a little box um, exactly. each year um, and you, you have coverage. And maybe, a, a, you know, this may be even like $2 a month or is coming out of your paycheck. Um, and you can get a fair amount of coverage, which is great. But over time, those premiums might go up. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, I think that it's it's something good to look at. And you may want to have uh, a policy through work, but you may also want to have a policy outside of work. And the reason being is because, you know, as you mentioned, you know, what happens if you lose your job? Yeah. And just because you lose your job doesn't mean there's not still a life insurance need. And exactly. So, yeah. You know, and I can tell you a story. I had a situation in my family where, um, you know, I had... Um, a family member who lost uh, his job during the Great Recession and um, shortly thereafter was diagnosed with leukemia. Mm. Well, they had a young child at the time. And so, you know, he had plenty of coverage through his work, but then once he, he left that job, that, that coverage stopped. And, and um, you know, everything ended up fine, but it, it's just one of those eye-opening moments where, you know, uh, work policies may not be... Um, fully uh, extend through the period of time when you need life insurance. 
Exactly, and the fact that you know you have leukemia or if you have any illness, there's very, very, very slim chance that a uh, you're going to qualify for any insurance policy. You know? Absolutely, I mean, any yep. life insurance. It, and that's another reason why it's better to get it early on because you never know what's going to happen. And, that's exactly right. Yep, and it's so much cheaper. And so that's kind of going to roll into term life insurance, which is just term life insurance is just a, a, a type of life insurance, but we. You know, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We recommend it, you know, probably the most out of any other life insurance policy and personally think it's it's definitely the most cost-effective life insurance policy out there. So I guess what what is term life insurance? It, it is the most cost-effective uh, yeah. solution here. And and the reason I say that is because if you really think about the, the span of your life, you uh, normally your um, as your asset base grows, your insurance need goes down, right? So if you think about it, at, you know, when you're closer to retirement, your mortgage may be lower, you may have your kids may be out of school, you may have done a good job saving for retirement. And so the insurable need declines. And so what people and what we really recommend that you do is you kind of match those insurance needs yep. with the coverage that that you purchase. And term is an effective way to do that. Because uh, premiums for life insurance, term life insurance, remain constant throughout this term. And oftentimes it can be, you know, it's a 20-year term or 30-year term. You know, so if you're if you're 25 years old and you buy a 30-year term policy, then that extends to your age 55 and the premiums kind of remain the same. So you might yeah. get a million-dollar policy um, and you're, maybe you pay $1,000 a year over that course of that next 30 years. And so a term is really the most cost effective. It's, it's called pure insurance. And, um, you know, it's, it's now at the end of the 30 years, there is, it, it's, it lapses. Correct. There's, there's yeah. really no need to, you know, have it longer than that because in theory, you know, again, your mortgage is paid off. Your, um, kids are out of the house. You're uh, in a different phase of your life. It's just, you, you, there's no uh, need for insurance at that point oftentimes. Exactly, and, that, and that's a good point. You know, for example, I think my dad has uh, life insurance that lapses when he's sixty, so in the next ten years or so. Um, but you know, at that point, the house will be paid off. All three kids will be out of the house. You know, there's you know, mom will have a pension plan. There, you know, you kind of like you said, you kind of time it out to where there's certain things in your life that you're like, man, if I died, this would be a huge burden on my spouse. And now, at this point whatever point that is, however many years down the road, that they're okay because, you know, like I said, even if you're in your 40s, you can get a five, three, four, five hundred $500,000 life insurance policy for $40, $50 a month. I mean, it is crazy how cheap it really is. Granted, that, you know, depends on your health and a lot of other stuff. But for, you know, the majority of the people, like, that's the cost. And that's, you know, term life insurance is the way to go for, I would say, the majority of the people if you can get it. Yeah, for sure. Um. And so, you know, there are some resources out there. Um, Chip, if you, you know, had any one is Policy Genius you can go to. And I'm not saying that, you know, they're going to be perfect or, you know, you can just compare quotes on, on that website. And you can kind of go into like a life insurance calculator they have that you can um, look at how much, you know, if you have a mortgage, you have kids, are they going to college, you know, kind of stuff like that. What's your salary? Um I cannot promise you that they will not badger you. So I would be maybe put maybe have a uh, a landline phone number or a phone number you don't use anymore <laughs> to to put in there if you're just shopping. But um, 
yeah, Policy Genius is, is a good. It's policygenius.com is the actual website, but that's a great resource if you're just shopping. Yeah, and there are also uh, calculators out there, life yep. insurance calculators. If you Google that, you can find, and, and you, you plug in a few inputs, and it'll say, okay, this is how much life insurance you, you might need. Um, you know, and the other thing, too, these, these resources are, are uh, great to consider, uh, yep. but just understand going in what you want. And be firm with that. You know, there are other types of insurance too that we didn't hit on very yeah, uh, at tons. all, right? Yep. So there's there's permanent life insurance, there's, which is basically a term uh, that used to express a, a, an insurance policy that may also have a cash value, yeah. Um, and they can continue on even uh, for an extended period of time. It's, it's permanent. Uh, there's whole life insurance. So there's different types of coverages. There uh, tend to be more expensive. Um, yep, if you definitely. look at how much coverage you get relative to the premiums you need, you pay. Uh, but if, in some cases, it could be that could be a good option for people where the insurance need continues. Like if you've got a, a special needs situation, if you have a child with special needs and you want to yep. make sure that there's life insurance. If you have a, a business that's going to need liquidity if something happens to you, if, if you pass away, there are needs for that type of coverage. But just make sure that that's not the first thing that you go to, because I can say, and, and Nick, you have seen this firsthand too, yep. that term life insurance, the agents really earn very little in the way yep. of commissions. Yep. Uh, it, it's just a very yep. cheap product. Exactly. And I, you know, I'm not going to drop any names or, you know, any companies, but they do uh, a lot of it. I would just, you know, like Chip said, be careful, know what you want when you're going in. If you have an advisor, definitely talk to your advisor, uh, you know, financial advisor who doesn't, maybe might not sell products because they do encourage, you know, agents not to sell term life or you know maybe yeah, it's just a, it's just more it's too it's cheap and yeah um, you know you know the commissions aren't as as high with term versus universal life or whole life or oh uh, yeah oh, variable man. universal life and those sort of things i mean you know and we've talked about it even annuities you know agents can make up to 10 percent on a sale almost um mm-hmm. but you know with term life if you sell a five hundred thousand dollar policy cost of client forty fifty dollars a month i mean you're getting like a couple hundred dollars off that sale at the most you know and so the company that bottom line just know what you want when you go in and um be careful because you know those other policies are very 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 expensive and if you don't know what you're shopping for when you go in i think uh it can cost you. It can it can cost you a little bit. Absolutely, and that's one of the worst things. You know, you yeah, see a young couple. It doesn't happen who, every time, but yeah. But if you if you have a young couple, the the most important thing is that you get adequate coverage. It's yeah. not that you you don't really really need to extend it for your whole life. That's not like the most important objective there. So just make yeah. sure that you um, speak with someone who has your interest in mind. Yeah. No. Exactly. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Well, as we're wrapping up here, is there anything else you want to add on before we close out? Or Yes, there's one okay. more thing, and this Perfect. is so super important. I hope you all are listening. Can I with guess? Any, <laughs> yeah, we've, I say this a lot. So Is it beneficiaries? Yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. You know, it <laughs> happens not discuss, all the time. Yeah. You know, it's, I can't tell you the number of times I see this. Check the policies at, at your work. Life insurance, 401ks, IRA designation, uh, beneficiary designations on IRAs. Yep. Make sure there's a beneficiary designation here. Uh, It just creates so much more complexity when there's not. And um, you can avoid all that just by simply naming a beneficiary. Yep. And AKA beneficiary designation is if you die, that's who the money goes to. 
Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, it, you know, we've seen it, you know, a lot where there'll be clients married and they'll get divorced and the ex-spouse is still the beneficiary on life insurance policy and that person dies and, you know, I mean, she gets the money. It's an awkward you know, conversation it, to have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So again, check everything beneficiary designation. That's a great point. Perfect. Well, I think that's all we had and covered life insurance. And again, we will be going through uh, other types of insurance as well. Today we see life insurance, which is extremely important. So uh, again, thanks, Chip, for joining us. And uh, we'll be back next time. Great. Thank you.